Yeah, welcome to another episode of the Bina Podcast. I'm Ibrahim Raji. Today I had the wonderful conversation with Koka Adenira. He has been on the podcast before. He's making a return. We just talked about structural engineering in general, how it affects students, the practicing, how we've not been advancing with other countries in terms of technology. And it's a very interesting conversation that I believe if you are keen about structural engineering, you will really enjoy it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And don't forget to share this episode with someone you think might benefit from it. Don't forget, you can only subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you're listening from, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Teacher, Anchor, wherever you're listening from, you can always subscribe and like. Thank you very much. And if you have any comment, anything like this, you can always hit me up on Twitter at Ibrahim Raji, I-B-R-A-H-W-E-M, Raji. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy. How do you describe what you do? So my name is Koka uh, I studied civil engineering at the Federal University of Agriculture, Delta. Uh, I know a little about civil engineering. Yeah. So. And I think you graduated top in the class now. Are you so yeah, I got. <laughs> I graduated with the first class. Not exactly top of my class. I graduated with the first class. I was. Um, I was. Sec- I graduated as second best student in my class. And, um, one of the best guys in school. So. Since you are an exemplary student, I'd like to ask you, and you studied civil engineering, and you showed the structural outline. What has been your experience in studying and application? Can you just go through that? Schooling and application is a bit, there's, there's a difference. There's a gap between um, studying structural engineering in school. Structural engineering in school there's a there's a gap between what, what what we learn in school and what we do what is what is done in the field i had a very brief a an experience with a structural engineering firm uh bom uh, associates specifically and i saw firsthand what analysis involved and what you know structural what 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 we what how design processes come to play how buildings come to life now in school structural engineering is divided into two you have structural analysis and structural design a, a lot of times the emphasis are laid on for, for instance when i graduated there was so much emphasis on structural analysis and while design is 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 extremely important so is structural analysis but when you get to the field when you start applying in the field because we've moved in, a, in we've, we've advanced technologically most times you just model on the computer and the computer does all of the analysis for you by itself and but in school there's so much emphasis on using manual calculation calculations are so long and you do a lot of all of these things but in the field there's a gap so basically for me i always feel like to be a good structural engineer is just about understanding concepts why should i have to put why do i have to ensure that there's a column somewhere to carry that load when when, for instance, a beam is so long, why do I have to increase the depth? You know, I mean, it's basically about concept. I think a lot of the things that should be done in school should be more about dwelling on concepts, you know, rather than the analysis, the theory, and the, the design. So what we are saying now is that the emphasis or what the curriculum in our schools emphasize on is not really applicable in the industry. I, I cannot totally disregard that I cannot exactly say that it is not applicable, you know, because the truth is you need some form of knowledge. The reality is any 
study who undergoes a two month or three months training, who is smart, can pick a software and model and generate results. You know, generate say, okay, this one has passed, this one has passed, this one has passed, this one has passed, model the building and get it done. So, so you need the school experience, you know, you need the school theory, you need to understand the theory, the concepts behind all of this theory, you know, you need to do analysis in school. But I, I think that we should also move beyond the things that we do and we should try and introduce students to what exactly they will be doing when they get to the field, you know, try and introduce them to softwares, introduce, teach them about concepts. Because really, I, I still repeat that the most important thing about in structural engineering is about concepts, it's about you basically knowing that okay if this beam is so long why should i i need to replace it with a steel structure instead of a, a, a concrete structure you know it's about this load is so much let me let me make this let me make this place paint instead of making it fixed because i want to redistribute the load so it's basically about concepts at the end of the day that's my point i'm not saying we should totally we can totally disregard what we learn in school what you learn in school is somewhat applicable to okay what i gather is that what you said about software and smart people learning any type of software i don't think it's a problem in structural engineering engineering only. in financing sector too i think they now have software that can do the work of five accountants so it's a general problem so is that not telling us to like look at education in a different manner instead of the traditional way when we now know that any smart any smart person on the street can pick up any software and watch a bunch of youtube videos and become good at it so should we start, start rethinking the way we teach and the way we try to push out professionals definitely definitely i agree i agree with that we need to start reevaluating our, our curriculum think about you know how to make structural engineers better i mean because if softwares can do the job then why do i have to go to school why do i instead of going to school to spend five years learning if i know that i can spend one year on softwares and get the softwares right why do i need to go back to school? why do i need to go to school so really it's important for us to the the, the, the beauty about going to school is uh, i think one of the reasons you you go to school is because you understand basics like from basics you move to the next level the next level to the next level As, and those basics are extremely important when you go out there when you go out there but then there's also a place of people um, the curriculum understanding that there are trends that are moving you cannot you cannot come to school class and continue to teach with a note that you used 50 years ago and expect that you remain relevant a note and you know our, our lecturers are so bold they come with notes of like 15 years and say i've kept this note for the past 15 years i've been using it consistently and I'm good at it, and I do this. And then you ask yourself questions like, if you kept this note for 15 years, what has advanced? Are you telling me that in that 15 years, we've not advanced, we've not moved beyond that 15 years? So while it is important for us to understand basics, we also need to understand that that theories are, are you know, we need to understand that we need to add more to our curriculum. I'll give you a very quick example. In, in our, in, in, in our, in our curriculum, especially here, in, in our in our world here, <laughs> um, I watch a lot of international what's called stations, and then they teach young chaps things like high stand theories, and um, they make them realize that the world has moved beyond gravity controlling everything. And then there's this, there's there's um, when when there's it's not just about gravity holding the world together. 
there's also light bending and all of those things you know because um, our our space yeah you know there's there's a lot of things that comes into it that you know light bends itself and all of those things but yeah you know we still hold on to gravity and if you go to a, a secondary school the same thing they will teach them is gravity they don't make them they, they will not teach them that relativity or some theories have switched i would also theories have been added into what, what it is so really we need to understand that things move and we need to move with the trend you know doesn't mean we have to throw away all of the knowledge that we have in the past but we need to also move with the trend yeah i get your point and the what you said about nigeria not moving with the pace of the rest of the world i can remember saturn has i think more than 16 months now saturn the, that, the planet mm-hmm. but in our geography textbook we still have 10 months 10, 10 months, months yeah so so, <laughs> so, so you 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 question what, what we learn every day you and can see in our textbook i remember during one exam when i was doing service i set exam question and the question was how many uh, moons do we have in saturn but i was confused during the class i told the student that our textbook said 12 but in reality it's yeah. more than 12. <laughs> so i think we should try to you know the point is we try to follow the trend of follow the, the trend of the our world technology is advancing as, as, try, to try to advance implement it in our mm-hmm. curriculum as soon as we can okay now let's look at the positive side in your little experience in practicing what can you say is um, the part you enjoyed in structural engineering in your little years of practicing or your little experience what can you say you has said, been your best personal experience in the field? You said yes, so I'm a fresh graduate. I've not had too much, too much of years experience, but I, I've done. It's not just. I don't think experience is just about working. It's also about research. Research adds to the experience. But I've I've had basic some some few months of experience with with design. So I I think I I ah, it's difficult to really say which I I really like the most, but I feel like you know I I think. What what I love, especially because I because of the firm where I work in my fair in the firm where I did my IT where I, we use StatPro for analysis, then we use Scale for design. I mean, so it means that you need to analyze somewhere, then now pick all of those analyses, then now start you know pick all of these individual elements that you've analyzed, now start designing it with another software. You get so it means you need to understand concepts. You need to understand that. Okay, so there was there was a day I was I was in the site at the office, and I saw a a structure. I live, a, there was a, there was an element on the board, and I was I was just looking at it constantly. And I told the person, so I said, "Can you see that there's a pattern in this thing?" And I love patterns, and so structure analysis on the basically creating concepts is one of the things I like the most. It, when when I was working there, when you want to design, you would say, "Okay, so." This staircase, for instance, is going to be supporting here and here. And let's let's do manually calculate all the loads. When we now calculate all the loads, we now say, ah, I think I will support it with a beam, or we we'll say, I think I won't support it on the sides. You know, so basically, I I feel like it's the concept that really matters for me. I think analysis and design they are tools, but concepts, you know, is what really what what makes you stand out for me. Yeah, as the veterans in the industry say structural engineering is both science and art the science in the sense that you need to understand how the structure works how it's, science and it's an art that you need to know where to put the right beam mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. put the right 
So now, if you ask for me, <laughs> <laughs> what um, what can you say has been the no? What can you say is the greatest challenge for young structural engineers, like aspiring structural engineers? What can you say is is the greatest bottleneck, or what can you say is not making most of them actualize the dream of becoming a structural engineer? I think it's finances. <laughs> Why? Why? Is it I without doubt, I think it's finances. I think it's the fact that finances in, in the sense that. People don't get the remuneration they expect, you know. I don't understand money disturbing people from learning or becoming social. When you when you finish, whether we like it or not, we need to understand that money. When you pay somebody well, the person will do a good job. But the idea that when person somebody like you should pay people that are learning. Oh, um, I want to clarify that. When you leave, when you leave school, for instance, you are expected to spend five years under somebody doing fifteen years. On that during that privilege period. Majority of firms will pay you thirty to fifty k. I mean, serious. after five years in school. After five years in school, pay thirty k. Thirty thirty k. I know firms will pay thirty. Say say naira. Thirty thousand naira. Forty thousand naira. Fifty thousand. I mean, it's good firms that give you fifty thousand naira. I I don't believe you. How we see a structural engineer after five years in school have been paid forty k? I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I Thank God you have you have structural you have engineering background. Too. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you believe me. It's it's, it's 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 pathetic because reality is okay. There was there was a day when I was in school. We invited somebody to school, and he was telling us to understand concept. I'm talking to somebody who has been practicing for a while, and he said, "Really, you just need to, you know, equip yourself with the right skills and stand out as much as possible." Right to the first class, do blah blah blah. And the question is, not everybody will graduate the first class. The biggest firms in Nigeria today is structural engineering and the like of Arab, OAA, and Co. They are the ones that will pay you. I don't want to start, you know, attaching names to firms, but they will pay you reasonably or they will pay you sensibly. But when you work with a structural engineering firm, most structural engineering firms. Are usually indoor structural engineering firms. It's just good here and there are one small apartment and you know there are no much people there. And then they will be paying you 50k and they will tell you that that 50k they are paying that when they were there, nobody paid their money and uh you need to learn, it's not about the money. And really, I I I I stand to agree that it's not about the money. You cannot say because somebody is in people again that you should, all this money should be spending on transport and it doesn't have any savings. I mean, it's, it's, it's really not nice. So people would rather move to construction where they know that they will get paid reasonably. They will go to real estate firms. Real estate will pay them some form of money. But but then what what they do as normal, what they need, what they are supposed to do as civil engineers, you're supposed to maybe stay as a consultant. It, it doesn't, they, they won't enjoy it because there's no money in it. And so, as structural engineers or structural consultant consulting firms, it's important that they understand that you need to pay people reasonably for them to want to work for you. I mean, don't say that because they are learning on that you are not going to pay them reasonably. People will, that's why engineers will speak to oil and gas, we speak to finances, we speak to banking sector, and then people, they will start complaining that they are no civil engineers again, they are no this, this, this again. But the truth is, when there is no money in the sector, what would you expect people to do? People would would definitely leave for a place where, where, where they will find better opportunities. Can we say the money that we are not finding in the sector, is it because the veterans or the big boss in, in that aspect of construction, either they are staying here or 
generally people don't pay structural engineers well so they don't they don't even have money to pay you when you're under them they feel they are helping you because they don't have that money to pay in the first place so can't the students or the learners understand that part because you want to learn you need to put in some work you know money will come in later that's what they tell you but <laughs> can't you be patient <laughs> for that for five later. years and learn what you want to learn Is why it? why can't you so even after learning okay so the, the point is after five years of learning there are some people who still remain who will not you know to be a structural engineer that means you need to attach to people you need to get jobs you need to know people to get opportunities so even after five years what's the assurance that after you do five years of you will come out and you will not be able to do you still have to start from the scratch even after that five years start taking small small two-story building orion story building Bruta, story building Bruta, before you start making the right clients. I want to like, so, like I get your point. So, Perfectly, because I am a civil engineering graduate too, and I can tell you, I know many of my colleagues that are now selling phones. <laughs> <laughs> many of them, many of them are now selling phones. Engineering is like a thing of the past, because yeah. they can't, one guy told me he was getting 25k. How can he keep up with that? And he needs to pay, he has bills to pay too, so he can't keep up with that. 25,000 naira salary, so you need to do something. So, when you are now selling phones, people are doing art and design, engineering, you know, so people are even doing car detailing. So, we have to have people are, it's like you just went to school to study engineering just to have that hype. Uh, yeah. And when you are in school, engineers are like, ah, you are doing civil engineering, you are the richest guy. But realistically, we have the hype of Jay Z, but the reality of Zlatan. That's the reality. I mean, that's why people just. People feel like they just want to leave. So as you are facing the reality now, what can you tell the people that are still in school that are yet to get to this stage? What what can you tell them that they are aspiring to be a structural engineer? What can what how will you tell them to go about their lives or their it's, it's difficult to know what to tell people said because <laughs> the situation is, is very critical. But 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 I, I still I believe that if you're I mean People always say this. There's, there's always there, this can be something that people can contend. But the truth is, if you if you if you have value and you know your value and your value is strong enough, you know you can always you would always make it at the end of the day. You know you would always people can contend that. But I mean that's that's my personal opinion. And so I believe that just add value to yourself because reality will eat you. And at the end of the day, you just need to know that you need to have an edge. Yeah, <laughs> you need to have an you need to have an edge. You need to you need to have an edge over all that. You need to just while you're in school, learn self-service, learn concepts. You know, um, try to follow trends of what they do in other places and try to relate with it. So that when you come out, when you come out here, you have an edge over all that. Because I cannot tell you that when you come out you'll get the best jobs or something. Because it's not there at the moment. But just have an edge, you know, have value to yourself. And people, some people will say no, but me, I will tell you, be flexible. Be flexible. Don't be rigid. Don't say that uh, by at all costs you want to stick with with that with that thing that you did. Because in, in when you want to pay the when you are paying the bills, they will not ask you that. You know, nobody will listen to the excuse that I'm just a graduate civil engineer. You know, if you are if you are passionate about civil engineering, do it. You know, but ha- ensure that you had value to yourself. You have more, more than, more than 
people would expect people to have in the field. You have it so that you can you can you can have an edge when you get killed. When people say add value to yourself, to me it's like a change. The world has been thrown around a lot of times. Mm. It is vague to me. What what's what add value? Add value. What do you mean add value to yourself? Like I won't sell myself. <laughs> yes, now definitely. You know, you're not selling yourself. Add value in the sense in the sense of you know I I said this earlier. Learn softwares. Learn softwares. Follow trends. Follow trends of of. When you mean software, do you mean something outside structural engineering or I should learn structural engineering software? Learn structural engineering software, you know, follow trends, be able to understand that when you are in school too, you know, don't just limit, if, if, if it's possible, I tell people that if it's possible as a student, don't limit yourself to the classroom, you know, meet people, join organizations, join associations, and, you know, handle projects in the sense that do service to humanity in school it allows you to be able to handle certain projects you know join organizations that will say okay you let we want to do a project where we are we are feeding people or doing this because it makes when when employers see that they feel like they can give you some sense of responsibilities you are able to handle responsibilities and do things right and then you never can tell where the, the best opportunities will come from the best opportunities might come from those little, 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 little things that you do. So when I say add value, I'm just saying, you know, add values, learn structural engineering softwares, you know, research about the trends of the new things. Don't just be lazy, you know, do join organizations, you know, be flexible. Really, at these times in our country, you need to be flexible. You need to understand that you can, you can follow passion after you have made money. <laughs> No, no, you find the opportunity, then you take your passion with you. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you follow the opportunity, then you take, then your, you passion take your passion with you. With you. Yeah, I think that, that's that, what works. Yeah, that, that's what works. And the part about um, taking part in activities, I think that's the most important part in school these days. Because if you study anything, if you don't have all those interpersonal relations, all those handling of projects, those are the most important thing you need. See this um, any course you study at all, apart from medicine and maybe law, anybody can study it on YouTube in two months. In two months, these days, people can learn anything on YouTube or any Coursera, IDX. All those platforms are very available now, so it's better for you to build all those interpersonal relationships and all those stuff. Let's go for one or two more questions. I would like to ask: In Nigeria, for instance, we've constructed a lot. We've built many times that people already know. The structural component of the buildings, they know the right size of reinforcement to need. So I just want to ask, I'm confused. I don't know if you can maybe throw some light on it. Why do we still need to design every building? Please, we already know, okay, if you want to do a slab, this, this is the requirement. So why do we still need to design? Since we've done this thing over and over and over again, I know the results. It's like you, are, you keep repeating the same things. So why do we still need to design, do structural design for all buildings? So let, let me let me first answer. Let me first start with the first thing that okay for me when I look at structural design, we design based on BS code, AS whatever code that we have, Euro code and all those things. Those codes are based on experience, and those codes were 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 created based on experience and some probabilistic method. You know, say what 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 they've seen over time and and probability that okay these things and this and this and some science into it. So. I understand where the, the idea of when you 
you've been doing something over time, over time, then it becomes a norm. But I think there's always peculiarities in, in designs, in every everything you do. Capillarities. Peculiarities. Oh. Peculiarities. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, for instance, now let's look at geotechnics, for instance. You know, no two soils are the same. It's, it's, it's almost it's very, very impossible. That's what they always you know. say. No, that's, <laughs> that's what they say. But that's the truth. No two soils are the same. You know, so there's usually peculiarities in designs, you know. So it's true that it's true that, you know, Babarisi can because Babarisi has been doing it for the past twenty years, Babarisi will do it and nothing will happen. Who is Babarisi? <laughs> Babarisi is a big layer. <laughs> and he will do it and the building will stand for twenty, thirty years, you know. But one day Babarisi will just make one silly mistake. Babarisi certificate is on the line, you know. Structural engineers can make mistakes. Structural engineers can, mistakes. Can, can make mistakes. Anybody can make mistakes. Anybody can make mistakes. But you know that you have, you have to take responsibility for the mistakes you make. Your mistakes, your 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 life is on the line when you make mistakes as a structural engineer. That's the meaning. You are you are off, you know. And that's where the regulation comes in, where you need to regulate the sector. So I, I for one think that, you know. We need to still go on with this process to fulfill the necessary things. Do the right designs, you know, look at the peculiarities of the buildings and design it if it's one story built. But but then for me, I don't think I used to say this, one of the reasons why I don't want to practice structural engineering in, in this country. Don't want to practice structural engineering in this country is because I think it's too conventional. There's nothing you know, there's nothing different about it as according to the questions you asked. They're designing a one-story building, two-story building, one-story building every time. That is is too conventional. I mean, let's design buildings are twenty-story buildings, buildings where you have to you have to think about concept. You know, say okay, I want to support loads for I want to use a diagonal system for for high-rise building. I want to use I want to look at the core of the building and extend from the core. You know, allow things to, to carry loads from the core of the building. You know, think let's think out of the box and. But, but then this this also has to do with culture because we are in a society where our culture is do two three story buildings one story buildings everybody can buy out and build one story building we, we are not in a system where you know where the the, the building the housing sector is is so is, is somehow you, you know is regulated somehow here anybody can anybody can do anything in, in that sector and and that that's why we are where we are so it's too conventional for me, but then it is where we are. We just have to do it. Okay, and I like that response, but I'm not still convinced. But you take it like that. So yeah, thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hope we get to this again next time. Sure, no problem.